0: welcome to the pack is
1: back podcast brought to you by the seawolf for life foundation synergy capital solutions and proud Mouth. in this podcast we will provide regular updates on what is happening what's to come and how alumni players continue to support community connections and contributions hey everybody welcome back to the pack is back podcast i am your host david valliere and Looking forward to another update from Coach Shasby, but also looking forward to chatting with our guest today, Dean Delorier. Coach, Dean, welcome back to the conversation.
0: Thanks for having me.
2: Yeah, thank you.
1: So uh, before we get into you know updates on the hockey team and what's going on, let me just – I've said this on several of our podcasts, but quick update for listeners. The point of this podcast is really – to get the word out on UAA alumni, it's for fellow alumni, it's for fans, you know, what have we been doing since we played at UAA, what are we doing now, and, you know, we want to give, of course, give hockey updates now that we've had this sort of refresh with the team, so we'll give alumni updates, what's ahead for the alumni program, maybe talk about the mentorship program, that sort of thing. So with that, Coach, let me bring it to you. Give us some hockey updates, fill us in on like what we've been missing and then maybe what's right ahead.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, we just came off the opening games of the Alaska Airlines Governor's Cup. It was great to get that series going again. Forgot how difficult it is to play on the big pond up north there in Fairbanks at the Carlson Center. You know, kind of going into the weekend, uh, a lot of scouting on Fairbanks, just watching kind of what they did well. And I don't think we were quite quite prepared for – the way that they really utilized that big sheet of ice up there and it took some adjusting. I thought Friday night we were okay. Saturday night, they really took advantage of the transition game and using the width of the ice. And so, you know, Friday night's game was a a four, two hockey game. They got an empty netter to make it five, two. Uh, we had a wide open empty net after we pulled the goalie to make it a four, three game. Their goalie made a huge save and a gaping net with his paddle to, to keep it a two goal game. So I was, was decently happy with Friday night and then Saturday night. Again, it was everything we warned our team about. We found a way to allow them to, to kind of take advantage of those situations. And so hopefully we, we – We're going to make the necessary adjustments this week. I think our team's going to be better on the small sheet on our ice. And I think that it was an eye-opener for our group, realizing that there's some things that we need to be better at and to be a little bit more committed. And again, this year is all about learning. This year is about establishing our culture and and everything that goes into becoming a winning hockey program. And so our uh, brothers up north there do a very good job. And and so it it was a great opportunity, like I said, for us to learn. But other than that, some... Things on the recruiting front, our goalie that's committed, uh, Greg Orzos, who's playing in Odessa with just one goalie of the week, he went 3-0 and and had a, sh- uh, a shutout and a couple other really, really quality games. And so that's exciting for our staff to see our guys uh, performing well that are coming in. Uh, Carter McNarland had a pretty good weekend too in the BCHL at a couple points and uh, just just a good weekend overall for all our recruits. And so, you know, we're, we're excited to, to play these two games at home, like I mentioned, and finish uh, the, the series of, of our home series here again for the Governor's Cup, and hopefully we can get a couple wins to push it to January and make those games really meaningful. So outside of that, uh, wrapping up the first half of the season, and then we, we come back uh, the second half of the season playing the number 15 team with umass Lowell, and then and then we head out stay out east and we play maine so a lot of good quality hockey and our team uh i think is learning a lot of a lot of the lessons you learn as a young group and so we're we're in a good spot
1: yeah you know it's funny i just listening to you i i haven't even thought about the olympic size rink in so long i mean since i left Mm -hmm. the sullivan arena i don't think i skated on another olympic sheet uh, that is a huge difference. <laughs> yeah.
0: There's like, a few and far a, between.
1: Yeah, there's a ton more ice. I loved it. You know, I i don't think I got hit when I played on the Olympic ice. I just skate around yeah. people, but it's a lot more work if you are if you got big bodies and you're not used to it, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, exciting first half. So uh, lots going on, some highs, some lows, but uh, certainly a big second half right around the corner. So thanks for that update. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so let me just bring it over to the man of the hour here, Dean. I really appreciate you joining the conversation. And for listeners, he tried to back out of this several times. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, yeah, I'm
1: not sure that I'm the guy you want on the podcast. I don't really like talking about myself. I don't really want to. I Come on, let's just have some fun with it. So let's definitely do that. Let's just have some fun today. And with that, Dean, just give us a quick update. Like, What have you been doing since UAA? And tell us about you personally, professionally, your family. Fill us in.
2: All right. Well, yeah, I think, uh, you know, like a lot of us that uh, skated here, especially in the early days, uh, you know, right out of college there, you know, jumped into coaching, you know, kind of the giving back and coach for many years, the youth, you know, anywhere from uh, mites to bantams. So that was fun. I enjoyed that. I think I did that up until I had my own kids, and I then jumped back in when my son started to play hockey. So, yeah, I think that's kind of uh, what a lot of us do, and it's good for us. And I think it's uh, one of the reasons why our our youth uh, hockey is so strong here in Anchorage. There's a lot of guys that have played uh, played the game, having kids and coaching and and, and doing that. So, yeah, I, I, it's good to see that. There's I, I know there's a lot of guys that you know I skate with there even now that uh, you know, did that. So uh, it's always good to see. Yeah. yeah. You know, had had a couple kids and did that whole thing. And I don't know, let's see Uh job wise, uh, real estate business, uh, doing property management for the last 22 years. Uh, I do I own, bought the company that I started in uh, back in 2014, along with the, with a partner. And it's Pack Rim Properties, so, uh, you know, we do full service brokerage, so it's been a big part of my life and taken up a lot of time, and uh, but enjoyable, so it's nice. Married 20 years, my wife Nancy, so just celebrated our 20 years uh, this last uh, August.
1: Congratulations, that's exciting.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you know, what else? I don't know, so... Like a lot of the uh, stuff that uh, draws draws us to Alaska, you know, not a huge hunter, but uh, occasionally I'll go caribou hunting up by the Lake Louise area. I do have a cabin up there, and you know, we've been going up. I've been going up there for you know, ever since I came up here. Uh, so it's kind of my my playground up there, up there in Lake Louise, and doing a lot of snow machining and fishing. And believe it or not, it gets nice and warm there in the in the summer. <laughs> you get the Fairbanks summer weather. Yeah, it, it's neat.
1: It's hot. It can get hot.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We had some high 80s last summer. It was very nice. I don't know. So, what else uh, other than just uh, working and still playing hockey? But play a couple, I, I plan a, a couple old man beer leaks, the 49ers and the MGHL. So, it keeps me busy.
1: Keeping it, keep it going. I like it. Keep the drinking. Yeah. <laughs> keep it <in laughs> shape, at least.
2: <laughs> it's really, yeah, it's literally my only yeah. exercise, basically. I think I probably get in better shape during the winter than I do in the summer. So, right. usually the reverse right
1: right right yeah you should be out hiking but here
2: yeah no it's too many projects and too much sun and too much fishing to chase the
1: yeah Yeah. right yeah so let me let me let me take you back just a little bit because not everybody you know this is really about the ua alumni or fraternity and so forth but not everybody played at the same era right I, yeah. I didn't play until the nineties. So you were in kind of that eighty-two to nineteen eighty-five time frame. But yeah. I know I knew you I know you grew up in Minnesota. Tell us about how did you get to UAA, why UAA? Tell us that story.
2: Well, it's kind of by chance. You know, yeah. I, I did grow up in Minnesota as a you know, any good, you know, Minnesota hockey player kid. You always want to play, you know, your dream is to play division one hockey even more so than the NHL. And I think in a lot of cases, especially in my era. Um, so, you know, graduated high school, 79, I tried to, I went to enrolled in Michigan tech. They were winning championships at the time. I tried to walk on there. (laughs) uh, I had a good, good, good year, but obviously I did not make, uh, that team that year. Yeah. Uh, And, uh, figured out that yeah I really wasn't a division one hockey player at that level anyways I mean they were they were good during, back in the late 70s there uh very good so you know I had to figure out I, I didn't I left there I went kind of took a few classes in that uh, uh the University of Minnesota and uh, a good buddy of mine that I grew up with knew since second grade we had you know from about Junior high we always had this uh this plan to ride motorcycles up to Alaska. And uh, after about a, a year of not going to college and uh, working, you know, for uh, two uh, menial jobs, uh, worked at my dad's gas station and uh, delivered auto parts. You know, I did that for almost a year uh, from, you know, about 6 a.m. in the morning delivering auto parts and then working at 10 p.m at my dad's gas station I figured you know I got to go back to college <laughs> I got to do something different so we uh, we ended up uh, that summer of 81 I believe it had to be the summer of 81 uh we ended we my buddy and I both had motorcycles at the time and we drove up to uh, Anchorage Alaska and uh, spent the summer here <clears throat> yeah let me let me back <laughs> and so yeah we did that I did that first and then uh, uh then went back home and you know just was working working uh, uh you know minimum wage dang there, and yeah that. so that next fall i just decided you know what i gotta go back to college i really liked anchorage uh so i packed up my pickup truck and uh, drove up here enrolled in uaa and uh my buddy he had some cousins up here and he had stayed he was actually a big game guide and got on doing that and uh, sitting around with some of his uh, cousin and his anchorage friends and we were talking about hockey, and I got one guy says, well, Dean, you played hockey, right? And I said, yeah, I did. He goes, you know, UAA's having uh, open tryouts, you know. <laughs> I said, really? And so I kind of got the information. I called my mom. You know, I had her throw uh, my hockey equipment on Delta Airlines and uh, shipped it up here and showed up to the open tryouts and, uh, and brush it. Uh, uh, let me join the team, so <laughs> like, there it was. And I'm like, all right, well, this is fun, you know. And,
1: Twist of uh, faith,
2: great, yeah, yeah. No, so that's kind of you know, it was kind of by chance, just uh, happened to be at the right place at the right time, and never in my you know, uh, kind of given up on playing D1. And after I think that maybe our last year we ended up going D1 and around that time around 80, 84, I think. I don't know, I actually don't remember. Like, yeah, we were D1 independent then, I think, 84, 85. So, yeah, so that's that's kind of it in a nutshell. And, you know.
1: It's good stuff. It
2: great experience, yeah. Yeah. Everyone yeah, yeah, traded for the world, and, yeah, just, you know, loved it up here and stayed, so made it my home.
1: Yeah, how could you not, right? I, it's, yeah. it's interesting. I, there's so many guys, and Coach can probably attest to this too, but so many guys that came up when I was playing that were like, we had no idea until we got here for a visit or, or whatever that was. Yeah. We're sticking around as long as we can. (laughs) Yeah.
2: yeah, It was, yeah, it's good quality of life.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it really is. If you don't mind the dark winters, you can, you can really have an enjoyable. True. There for sure. Yeah. Now you mentioned you've got two kids. I think you, you might've told me in the, the pre-show or whatever, daughter, Blake, son, Trey, are they both still in Alaska? Tell us about them.
2: Uh, yeah, my my daughter still is. She's with. Uh, I think she just turned thirty. So they're you know older adults now, and uh, or adults now at least. And uh, uh, she's here in Anchorage. She uh, works for me. My son Trey. He's a couple years younger. He's actually down in Bend, Oregon. So he'd went down there, and uh, I think for the last five years he was doing property management down there. He had worked for me for a few years up here and got some experience, and uh, then decided uh, he needed a, a change of uh, venue and moved down there and got on with the company down there. And, uh, but he just changed, he just, uh, changed careers. And a friend of his down there talked him into selling insurance with him. So that's what he's doing now.
1: Gotcha. That's a beautiful
2: area. Yeah. That's yeah, he loves area. it. Down there.
1: And you mentioned your wife, Nancy, 20 years. Congratulations. That's exciting. Did you guys meet in Alaska? Is she an Alaska girl? Tell us about her.
2: Yeah, we did meet in Alaska. She's not an Alaskan girl. She grew up uh, in the Chicago area. Okay. She had worked for uh, uh, Northwest Airline all through, I think, uh, geez, I think almost through high school or at least uh, right after high school. She worked for Northwest Airlines. She came up here for a two-year stint to do the ticket office. I don't know if if, if anybody's been around long enough when Northwest still had a ticket office downtown, Uh, but she was working that and uh, working at the ticket office, and I- Actually, Dan Dan Gasper and one of my teammates' wife was actually uh, the sales rep for Northwest Airlines at the time. Okay. And uh, I was out, and you know, also if, if some of the maybe people around when Sullivan's had a cigar bar <laughs> in downtown. And uh, <laughs> I was with a buddy, we're just having a cigar and uh, in walks Dan Gaspel's wife at the time and uh, she was with her coworker and... Uh, I don't know if anybody uh, remember uh, dan gasp's ex-wife was she's very friendly and talkative so we got chatting and i end up uh, chatting away with her friend nancy and uh just had a lot in common we both came from large families you know midwest and uh, that was that and then uh, about six months later i went to go buy tickets to go back to minnesota you know, and, yeah, <laughs> uh, and we'll start talking again, and we ended up, uh you know, dating and going out, and you know, that was that. And her two-year stint uh, lasted uh, for twenty years.
1: That's right. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome.
2: Yeah, So, yeah, by chance again, but uh, yeah, that's a great.
1: Great story. Let me ask you. Let me transition us, since we're we're storytelling here. What are some of your favorite memories from your times at UAA outside of how you made the team? <laughs> which yeah. i love that by the way <laughs>
2: well, yeah you know you, i love the travel part of it and it was always fun you know the road trips and uh, hanging out with the guys and you know had some great ones back in minnesota i think when we uh, uh, i think we were still d2 at the time so we were playing you know like st mary's up in uh, Duluth. and and all that was it uh, wasn't st mary's it was uh st scholastica i believe yeah and just, you know, a road trip from there all the way down to geez, where we ended up, like Mankato and St. Cloud. So I mean those were just some great road trips where it was like three vans and you know, so could maybe two the two coaches were driving, and usually one of the senior guys was driving the third van. A lot of times it was Dennis Sorensen. <laughs> you know, so that was usually the uh the fun the fun van, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I, that was fun. You know, I really enjoyed uh, during that time. At, you know, Anchorage was trying to do a lot of stuff internationally, get recognized, and they paired up with uh, South Korea. And uh, you know, we did a couple uh, tournament trips over there two summers in a row, and that was awesome. Just been yeah. there, and it wasn't the the hockey wasn't too taxing because you know we weren't playing uh, we weren't playing you know some powerhouses, but uh, a lot of, you know like. The Koreans and uh Japan and some of those teams, I think France one time uh, we played them, they were decent. But I, I guess my point was we didn't have to spend a lot of time practicing, yeah, or uh, you know, spend a lot Staying of time in shape all summer, uh, worrying about it, Yeah, you yeah. know, playing well because yeah, I think we I don't think we lost a game, but I could have been wrong, but I don't remember us uh losing a game. I always remember too is uh, I don't know if you guys some of the guys remember Tim Molly, you know, he's what I think he's six six or six five or six six and the yeah. the, the uh, Koreans over there just were in awe of his height and size. You know, he was he's the biggest guy on our team. And <laughs> uh, like we just got there and we we're practicing in their brand new rink and uh, him and actually Lloyd Degelman too they both had pretty heavy shots and uh the the first few shots slap shots warming up the goalie missed the net and shattered their glass You know, <laughs> it was it was pretty funny and you know just the rink people there and the other teams watching who other teams were watching and just i think their jaws dropped like holy cow you know <laughs> shattered the glass you know more oh, than I once
1: i love it
2: yeah it was pretty that was pretty interesting pretty fun so that's exciting. exciting
1: yeah i love those trips i love those stories yeah. So let me transition you just a little bit just so, you know, listeners can understand you're taking on a role here with Seawolf for Life Foundation. We're super excited to have you, so thank you for doing this. Tell our listeners a little bit about, you know, your involvement, why you're getting involved and how you're getting involved.
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, it's good to have the team back after what was it, uh, two or two years that were two, or three years we haven't had them. It, it definitely Miss going to the games and having a, a college hockey team here. So uh, yeah. it's good that uh, a few of us guys like you and Ricky and are kind of taking the, the bull by the horns here and, and getting people back involved. And I think I, I like this, you know, uh, in a different way too. It's not a, not couched as a, you know, Hey, come join the UA alumni and we need your money. It's more with, you know, come join the UA alumni and uh, get involved and have fun and uh, do some social stuff, more of a, social activities and uh, not necessarily a huge, you know, a real push for, you know, always wanting, wanting everyone to, you know, donate. I mean that, you know, that hopefully will come later and all that, but to try to reestablish, you know, the, the, the friends and people you haven't seen and uh, do do some social activities and kind of kinder that. So, you know, I think I mentioned Dan Gaspel and uh, it was fun. I hadn't seen him in a few years. And so he, Came down to the UNLV game. He's he's back in Minnesota, and so it was good to catch up with him, and had to see a few other the alumni. So it was it was nice. It was a good, uh, it was a good good time. Uh, I think everybody had a good time, and it was fun catching up
1: with the Yeah, tell us about the team. event.
2: it was fun. Yeah, it was. Uh, geez, what a gorgeous rink uh, they have. So it was uh, felt like you were, uh, you know, in high class box seats, and uh, it was a great game. And yeah, it was it, it was fun and not only a few of the uh, hockey guys there, but there's some other just uh, UAA Alama, I think a general and hockey fans. So it's good seeing good seeing everybody. It was a good time.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, next year, uh just for listeners' sake, uh that will event will be in Phoenix, where I think the the general thought process was let's try it in Vegas for one year. But so many people have second so many Alaska folks have second homes in uh Phoenix that it's we just feel like it's a little bit more conducive for a larger crowd and uh personally I'd love to get down there and see the new facility I know uh Shazby was telling us about this on uh, a couple of podcasts ago but the facility there I guess at the ASU uh facility is just off the charts so I'm looking forward to seeing that but so check that out for listeners uh you can check it out on our website seawolfhockeyalumni.com but listen Dean I I want to have you back on. I I know I I pulled you on here, you know, drug you on, but I really appreciate it. Like I think it's important that um you know, the guys you played with know where you're at and what you're doing and and for those of us that did not play with you, it's just really important to have, you know, from my perspective some context and you know, like I said I played in the mid 90s, but mm-hmm. there's this whole growth of the the organization that happened from when you walked on to when, you know, I stepped on the sheet of ice and, and a lot of times we're just living in the lane that, that we grow up in. Right. So yeah. the guys that are playing now, all they know is this is a refresh, but they don't fully know the history of, you know, you mentioned some of the guys, some of those guys coached me, you know, Dennis Sorensen and, you know, hopefully we'll get Gasperlin and and Tim Molly on And Some of these other guys will get them on, but the guys that are playing now, because of this bifurcation they don't they don't know right that history and so i think it's really important so thank you for stepping outside your comfort zone here and and joining us on the call so with that i'll wrap up for today but uh for for listeners for former teammates for you know uaa alum uh part of the brotherhood we want to have you on we want to share your story because all of us are in different parts of the world we can't always attend events. We can't always sit down and see each other face-to-face and have a beer or whatever. So this is a nice way to catch up. And so with that, I, I wish everyone a great holiday season. This will be our last uh, podcast for 2022. Uh, we are going to also post a schedule for 2023 for um, guys that are coming up on on the podcast. And, you know, looking forward to having a lot of fun with that. So as always, I'm your host, David Valier, and, uh, you know, we're looking forward to having a great finish to 22 and uh, and an awesome finish to uh, 2023. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Pack is Back podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, we encourage you to follow the show and share it with your friends and family.